It is Wednesday, August 7th, and this is The Rally. Hey everybody, Adam Giardino with you, and it's time for another episode of The Rally. Scranton Wilkes-Barre comes off of a day off yesterday, relaxed, refreshed, ready to go, but a rejuvenated Rail Riders squad couldn't pull off the victory in Game 1 of a three-game set against Charlotte. Game number 113 of the season, and it's the first time that these two teams squared off this year, Charlotte, the AAA affiliate for the Chicago White Sox. It was power that did all of the damage for Scranton Wilkes-Barre offensively, and they fell behind early, a run in the top of the third inning for Charlotte, but then in the bottom of the third inning, with two outs, nobody aboard, up stepped Clint Frazier. The 3-2 pitch, the swing and a line drive, hooked down to the pole in left field. This one's a laser, it's off the pole and gone. Oh, that is a missile by Clint Frazier to tie this thing up in the bottom of the third. That tied the game at one, and in the very next inning, Charlotte got a home run of their own. Zach Collins drilled a homer, his 11th of the year, and that put Charlotte on top 2-1, to one, but the bottom of the fourth inning rolled around, and the Rail Riders again had the response. This time, it was Trey Ambergy. 1-0, pitch, swings, and flies one in the air to right field. This has a chance to send Polka back at the track. It's gone. There's number 20 for Trey Ambergie. He gets right back at it with the Rail Riders tying things up here in the bottom of the fourth. So the game was tied at two, and it remained tied at two into the bottom of the seventh inning. And Charlotte went from Kyle Kubat to Kelvin Herrera, and the next arm in was Matt Foster. And boy, was he rudely greeted by Wendell Riho, who's been on an absolute home run binge lately. Here's the 2-1 pitch. It's a swing and a bomb hit in the air to left field by Rio. This one's high off the billboards, and the Rail Riders are on top 3-2. to two. So that put the Rail Riders on top, but Charlotte got a home run from Daniel Palka, his 23rd of the year. He's one of the best power hitters in the International League this year. To tie the game at 3 and ultimately force extra innings. And Charlotte scored twice in the top of the 10th inning, playing a couple of runs, and the Rail Riders couldn't muster anything in the bottom of the 10th inning. First batter of the frame, Clint Frazier, with a runner at second base, that pace of play runner. He hit a fly ball all the way to the warning track, but the catch was made by Charlie Tilson, and from there, a ground out, a strikeout. Charlotte came away with a 10-inning victory, a 5-3 win over Scranton Wilkes-Barre. Before yesterday's game, we had a chance to sit down and chat with Rex Brothers. He's somebody that had been a fixture in the bullpen for Scranton Wilkes-Barre this season. Brothers, longtime big leaguer. He's a 31-year-old from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And the six-foot lefty spent some time on the disabled list not too long ago. He's made a couple appearances with Scranton Wilkes-Barre since returning from the shelf. And that's where we begin with Rex wondering, plain and simple, how is he feeling? Feeling really good. Um... It took longer than I wanted for sure, um, but I had some guys in there reminding me to, to, to take it, uh, take, take the best, the safest route, um, and not push it too hard. That way I could get back when I did and then not jeopardize the rest of the season because it was kind of in that limbo time to where I had to do it the right way the first time, or if not, you know, we're, we're winding down here. So I um, just wanted to be diligent in getting back the right way the first time rather than having it trickle into the end of this month and then before you know it, the season would have been over. So we did it right and I feel really good now, so I'm excited to be back. Earlier in the year, you had a little bit of a rough stretch out of the bullpen, but even before you went on the IL and now coming back, 
the results much better. A lot of scoreless appearances. I think it's eight out of your last ten or, or something along those lines. Just what's been the big turnaround for you? What was kind of the key towards getting things back on track? Uh, we tried some things early on in the, in the season. Um, I stuck with them for quite a while. Um, but then things never really turned the way I wanted to, and I never started getting the results that I wanted. So eventually uh, I just had to cut bait and go back to what I had done my whole career, essentially, um, and really just get back on track, get that confidence, get that uh, you know that, that feel that I'm competing out there and attacking the zone. And uh, things are going well right now. And um, you know, anytime that comes, comes your way in this game, you'll take it. But uh, it's, it's nice to see um, because I, I do take pride in what I do. And uh, I really want to contribute to a winning ball club. So uh, I'm, I'm enjoying myself out there right now. Here with Rail Riders pitcher Rex Brothers. And on your way back from the injured list, you made a couple of appearances on a rehab stint with Staten Island. And just out of curiosity, since I know it's been a long time since you had yeah. pitched down in short season ball, what was your impression of the talent down there both on the Yankees and then also the, the guys that you were facing. How did that kind of compare to, to what you remember? Uh, the, they were quality uh, across the board. Um, I got to spend some time with the guys, too, on the Staten Island team. And, uh, you know, the maturation level was uh, was really, really uh, there, not only off the field but on the field. The guys loved the game. They, uh, they loved to the play, and uh, you could tell. Um, and I think it showed in how they went about working on their craft. And, uh, you know, obviously it's a testament to where they are. They're in, in, in professional baseball in their, their first couple years, and they're just learning the ropes, and they were, you know, willing to learn and, and get themselves to the point that they were at. And, that, uh, like I said, that was just a testament to those guys and the work that they're putting in. Um, and it was really fun to see the energy, um, the youth, uh, and just like how they were attacking their careers and, and really taking ownership. So that, that was really fun. Um, like you said, it was it – was, uh, had some flashback moments to what it was like in rookie ball, but um, nonetheless, it was a good experience, and I really enjoyed being around those guys. When you look at where the Rail Riders are right now in the season, six games up, hitting the home stretch, under 25 games to go, what's the mood right now in the clubhouse? How are guys kind of approaching this last home stretch of the season? I think that's one thing that's fascinated me about this group all year. It's never been too high or too low. Um, and, and I say that to say uh, there's a lot of pros in our clubhouse. They know what it takes day in and day out to uh, get themselves right, to put themselves in the best position to succeed, therefore the team to succeed. So um, I've really enjoyed, uh, I think, you know, I think that comes from the top down. I think Jay's just set the tone. Um, we got a professional, um, just an unbelievable professional uh, guy that's, that's at the helm, and, and, and everybody kind of falls in line underneath him, and we all just kind of feed off him. And, and, you know, it's just really we never wavered all year long. It's just been that steadfast, you know, slow drip. And, uh, you know, I feel like it's carried over to our team. You know, Jay's really set that tone, and that slow drip's carried over, and we just have been consistent. I feel like all year long there's never been a high, there's never been a low. We just always have – uh, come out and put our best foot forward and, you know, let the chips fall where they may. And we pick it up the next day and continue on and, and do it in a professional manner. And I think that just is just a, you know, the record shows um, whenever you're taking care of the small things and, and approaching the game in the right way, uh, you win ball games. Um, and obviously, too, um, I think, I don't know, a couple of guys have mentioned the last couple of seasons, um, they've been to the, you know, very deep in the playoffs every year. So, um I think it's just a testament to, to the group that they put together collectively at this level every year. And, and for me, coming in from the outside, it's been fun to be a part of a winning club here. When you look at some of the younger guys out in the bullpen, have they been kind of looking to you as more of a veteran guy and, and just trying to learn from your experience a lot this year as well? I've learned a lot from them. 
uh, you know, with all the, the analytics, the numbers, um, and how that stuff plays. Uh, a lot of these guys were, were way beyond uh, what I had ever been exposed to in that manner. So I've learned a lot from them on that, but I do like to make myself available to them. Um, I don't ever want to play. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> they give me some funny nicknames down there. Um, uh, I, I don't ever want to, you know, overimpose or overstep my bounds, but I'm definitely an open book. And anything I can do to help be a better teammate and, and help them progress themselves in their career, I, I'd, I'd be more than willing to do it because, you know, I, I think a lot of those guys and care a lot about them um, and just their careers and, and see them have success. So I would I really enjoy being a part of that bullpen. Big thanks to Rex for being part of our pregame show yesterday, and thanks to you for making the rally part of your day today. I'm Adam Giardino. You can catch all of the action for tonight's first pitch with Adam Marco and me, beginning with pregame coverage at 635, followed by that 705 first pitch on the Rail Riders Radio Network, the TuneIn Radio app, and on the MILB First Pitch app as well. I'm Adam Giardino. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Giardino, G-I-A-R-D-I-N-O. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you later tonight.